Friends, welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. October magic, Halloween magic, horror movie magic, October mega marathon, infinite abyss magic. We are back. We're getting damn close to the end, man. Our chainsaw's running low on fuel. We need to check the oil levels. We're almost out of Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. <laughs> so to assuage this problem, we're going to go back in time for another fucking prequel uh, in 2017's Leatherface. But for four, before today's episode, guys, you know the deal. 31 days, 31 pods. We got to do some business. That's right. Patreon, patreon.com slash pod. Make sure you're going over there to support the show. Make sure you're going over there to get more awesome stuff from the show uh guys you're about a week away from when our patreon exclusive episodes are going to drop as part of the october mega marathon over on patreon.com slash pod what's really fun about that is that the listeners get to give us recommendations of stuff they want us to talk about movies they'd like to see in the lineup they get a vote on which ones are uh the exclusives this and that we have a big library over there we're working hard to make sure it's fun you horror fans uh would like our tales from the crypt miniseries i would reckon I reckon. See, I've been watching so much Texas Chainsaw. Oh boy, get over there, and I reckon you'll like that film, Alchemist Pod. It's a little more. It's a little more um, southern than Texas, but yeah. that's true. Whatever's happening in this movie, it's it's hard to follow. But yeah, if you'd be so kind, go over there, support the show. Make sure you get the three additional episodes. You're gonna want that. We uh, appreciate it. The YouTube film Alchemist. Subscribe over there. The email film Alchemist Pod at gmail.com. Uh, we're on all the socials you're on. We're always finding our way to new socials, so find us over there. Make sure you're leaving five-star ratings and reviews, guys. That helps us out a ton uh, in the algorithm. We appreciate you very much. Also, guys, if you'd be so kind, pick an episode you like. Send it to one of your movie-loving, especially horror movie-loving friends this month. Let them know we're out there. Let them know what we're working on. Alex and I will take it from there. <laughs> we appreciate you. All right. Leatherface. It feels like we're hitting the we're hitting the old uh, cartilage, right? This reminds me of that scene in The Great Outdoors when he's like, I ate the whole steak, I did it. And then the chef's like, you gotta eat the gristle. And he's like, Rrr! and John Candy just has this pained expression, this exacerbated look, like I can't believe that I have to fucking eat the gristle. We're, we're getting to the gristle uh, of the Texas Chainsaw franchise. I... I will say there's some stuff in this one that I thought was actually working pretty well for me. Sure. This is the Texas Chainsaw that it's prequel. So we start off in kind of a classic Sawyer family birthday scene for young Jed Sawyer, right? The Mm -hmm. birthday where he gets gifted the chainsaw, right? You're like, all right, Texas Chainsaw has never been afraid to be on the nose. This is interesting okay mm-hmm. we're chainsawing he doesn't want to but he's doing it you failed the family but all right you're like i can kind of get in on right. this then and it the cuts guy... to, you know now he's in an asylum all right. right all right i mean i was really impressed with how i was really impressed with how uh giving the sawyers seemed to be at the beginning of this movie <laughs> Yeah. There's birthday cake. There's chainsaws. Like they're very well. Birthday guts is what it really yeah. is when he starts. Okay. Well, I was trying to bury the lead a little yeah. bit, but I guess we're yeah, just doing. We see the, uh, we're the just doing Texas chainsaw. All right. Cool. 
Um, we don't have to bury anything except for chainsaws. So and tits, yeah, dude. there's birthday guts. At least they're frosted. That's nice. Um, yeah. Fro- I, what do we think that really was? Was that shaving we, cream? Yeah. Can what we, we talk for a hot second? Was? So there's guts. Is that a nice whipped cream? I don't there's know. there's guts. So this movie starts. There's guts in the shape of a cake. I'm Somehow the like, frosting has enough fortitude to keep the guts like so contained in a geometric that, cake shape. So that frosting has to be twenty percent concrete to keep guts like in that yeah. facilitated shape. I'm trying to think of my bake off rules. What is that? That fucking is that buttercream? Like I'm yeah, think- that plasticky shit they use to make uh, you know the weird shapes. Fo- fondant is that fondant? fondant? Yeah, fondant? Right. yeah. Actually, I was thinking about like <laughs> cake, cake boss walking in. This cake's great. I don't know. We'll have but to see how it goes. It's like yeah, yeah. I it mean, tastes like, like fucking five day old shrimp cocktail. The movie. Yeah. Okay, so Happy the guy birthday, that they. Jed. <laughs> so the guy. <laughs> the guy. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I mean, the, op- the opener is it's just like, like I get it. They're fucking like I was like, do they literally just not like cake? Yeah, I was like, do they prefer this? <laughs> okay, so I was like, was, I get it. It's Texas the... Chainsaw Massacre. I wrote Why don't you my eat notes. the fucking guy's thigh and then have a fucking nice piece of cake to wash it down? I, I wrote my notes like, wait, so there was actually no cake? Literally, I wrote that yeah. because it was just like. Yeah. So wait, you frosted some? No wonder Jed wasn't in the mood yeah, to fucking on. chainsaw a guy. His blood sugars are crashing dangerously. Blood crash. You didn't bring out the funfetti. You waited and like had like a fake cake of guts. Uh, no, my dad did this. He found out he was type two diabetic adjacent, so he went on this thing called the carnivore diet. I guess it's like a fucking Joe Rogan, Jordan. Yeah, Peterson like you thing basically just eat nothing but yeah. meat. And so everyone's like, right wing dad was like, wait, a diet where I just fucking crush steak all day? That sounds great. Yeah. And he sent me these things where it's like Joe Rogan, like, dude, I feel better. My brain's functioning. Dude, like three weeks into that, my dad looked like a feral raccoon who had like gone into a dumpster to eat. There was nothing in there. And then he got locked in there for three weeks. His fucking eyes were sunk in it. This is like steak, steak. By the way, he was, Joe, he Joe so Rogan. I was like, you didn't have a fucking vegetable, a fruit. Like, I don't even know if he was yeah. drinking water or he was just drinking the fucking juices from this thing. But he looked fucking awful joe rogan's whole thing about how it's like yeah like my brain's functioning but i'm like have you ever talked to you joe rogan like i don't know i mean my brain is definitely not fucking uh one to toot its own horn as it were look i'm not i'm not saying i'm a fucking genius i'm saying i'm I'm at least smart enough to know like i shouldn't eat steak four times a day yeah that's me well Um, yeah and even if you take it down a notch like a high end like if you're fucking rich enough to eat tomahawk steaks every day you probably shouldn't just be eating bowels uncooked yeah. bowels covered in shaving cream every day that's i think we can all agree not, that's not a there's no a way it's foundational cream. part of our there's no way it's shaving cream it's got to be cake boss fondant for sure there's no way there's definitely an italian they're not man. making fondant there's an italian man chained up in the back who's making buttercream frosting and fondant this is ridiculous my cooking is stash he's from new jersey he's like I guess I'll have to make it. Okay, here we go. I'm the cake boss. Here we are. Okay, okay. You know, I I, I love a make of the, the I'm cake. A cake. I love a make of the fondant. You know, I'm making but a cake. I'm making a fondant. I'm making a buttercream. I'm making a buttercream. You shove, a... you shove your, your dirty fingers in my fondant. You don't respect my craft. He's just sitting there mad. I took a, I took it a cake. Don't start with me. Don't start with me. I see the don't chainsaw. Start don't start with me. You know what kind of cake don't I like to make. Don't what comes inside a cake? You have a naked cake. You're going to have a naked cake your next birthday. Cake. Don't start with me. Those guts are going to fall out. You don't even know. 
I love the idea of just Chef Boyardee locked up in the basement. It would make a lot of sense, to be honest with you. Like, yeah. within the context of this movie, if there was a small Italian man chained up making cakes, I'd be like, there it is. Like, here's the missed opportunity of the movie. The frosting of the cake should just be a fucking face. Yeah. That would be the fondant. Or you should shape the cake like a human fondant face. Like, I was why like, not? why? It, anyways, we're really digging in on this. this I'm sorry. There's just the like, it was like such a hilarious thing to me. Like, I. Let, I let's let's use this as microcosm. This movie <laughs> was just is like, so outthinking what it is doing. There's a lot of that. It's so outthinking because it's like, that is such a fucking just ludicrous thing to have. The birthday is perfectly fine. When you add in something like the bowel cake, I'm like, were they going to eat this? Like, are... So you're like, the scene's already yeah. working, but not. There's like this hat on a hat mentality then, for it. Yes, I'm just like, here's what why? happens. Then we go to the asylum. And this is, let's just do this up front. Spoilers. There's this no blue cigarettes great... for Steven Dorff. That's the spoiler. <laughs> All right, we'll get to that. That's the real, that's the real uh, tragedy <laughs> here in Texas. Is the lack of fucking USBs with which to charge your vapes. <laughs> but this movie has like a Ow. massive, oh. a massive critical flaw to me, which really? is they kept they cast Baby Hodor, yeah, who looks exactly like fucking Leatherface, yeah, and they're showing us visually the entire movie that he's Leatherface when the mom calls for Jed. We always cut to that kid. Mm-hmm. He easily breaks restraints and kills people just like Leatherface. He has this soft, empathetic side just like Leatherface. He's the exact fucking shape of Leatherface, right? It all kind of makes sense and it works. You've developed an empathy for this kid, right? He's got like a, you know, it's kind of the uh, the model that a lot of these things do is Lenny from Of Mice and Men. Big, strong guy with innocence that doesn't know, you know, his own strength. So he becomes a danger in the world. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I was like, all right, like I'm vibing this. At the end, they do this classic switcheroo. Where who we think is Leatherface gets shot in the fucking head and dies. And I was sitting there, I was like, well, that's going to be pretty dumb when they tell me that he comes back to life just because he has like a big head. (laughs) Yeah. The cops are driving around. Steven Dorff's fucking mad. His elf bar ran out of juice. He fucking starts popping shots. He hits the other kid, Jackson, in the face and gives him a scar. This kid, this tiny, because this kid looks like he's like 28 years old. Mm -hmm. Let's put it this way. When you see that kid, you don't imagine he's got more room to grow. They find this (laughs) tiny little guy, and they're like, because he got a facial injury, now he has fully unleashed his leather face. And I fucking despise this for two reasons. One, I just like my Leatherface giant and hulking, right? We talked about this earlier. You don't have to be a carnivore diet like my dad where you're fucking like, you know, looking like a feral mammal. Right. But Leatherface needs to look like an offensive lineman. Like he's fucking putting in the protein yeah, and like, you know. He at least needs to look like he mess. can. He at least needs to look like he can, you know, let people rush for 10 yards. Yeah, he needs to look like if he fucking hits me over the head with a hammer, he could physically drag me back to his fucking meditorium. Yeah. So tiny leather face, I just don't like. Also, I just that the trying to trick us like we're going to be like, oh, that's clever instead of that's fucking stupid. That guy's half the size of the other kid we wanted to be leather face. But honestly, the real sin is the 
when he does his like pained wails, it doesn't work. The like we have a face strap and we're gonna put you in that and that's what unleashes his. It's just it's it's, it's trying. I, I appreciate that you, they're trying something. I'll be honest. Like, it didn't for, work at all for me. What it ends up being is like just sort of uninteresting like i think this is the thing that i'd say leatherface like really like the critical flaw is that there are things in the movie that they do that are like you were saying it's like an attempt to be like original yeah the the like mean creek escape from the asylum mm -hmm. stuff like i can cool i like, can get in on that that's pretty cool i, I thought think... that was interesting i think for me and this is like movies that i don't like in this in this series and we've said this already uh, this week or this month. I don't know when. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know which day this is being released because I'm not looking at the calendar. But we've said this already. <laughs> a lot of the times, Texas Chainsaw movies are like hats on hats. Like I don't see the point of doing certain things because like you're not doing anything to add to the mythos or the story itself. Mm -hmm. Like also that misdirect is really to me just like I agree like a huge critical flaw. Like. I understand why you're doing they, it. They thought they were doing something, and it's it's just watching a guy swing so right. hard in the bottom of the ninth. But it's infinitely fall on his ass. It's just, I think it's because sad. of because the buildup, because you like you're saying, like every time they say Jedediah, it cuts to that guy. Every time they cut that guy, he's the one who's doing like crazy violent shit. Like he curb stomps that one motherfucker, and I'm like, damn, dude. Dude, he sleeps with the dead body. It's like I'm like, this is the guy, dude. This is yeah. rough. And yeah, and then and Jackson, like, we see him kill a guy to protect the nurse. And at one point, he's like, "Hey, man, she read your file. He, she knows where all those, you know, foster moms live now." Yeah, and it's like, like so. There, me, I started to suspect that some chicanery was happening when sure. Jed got shot at the diner. Yeah, like to me, it's. But like I was one just of like, you where... cannot cast the exact fucking shape of Leatherface. Yeah, and then a bunch of tiny sidekicks. Well, you're just like, what are we trying to prove here when we do this switcheroo at the end? I'm like, what do we, did you just like, that's, yeah. that is my problem. The process by which we <laughs> get to who Leatherface is, is like, what was clever about that? It's yeah. okay. Like the well, whole he, fucking he's like, series. So he takes the guy, he takes Bud's face. And I'm like, so he's just going to eat himself into the shape and wear Herman Munster boots <laughs> yeah. to become Bud? Like what? what it's beyond, what? <laughs> it's beyond that though like it's just one of those things where i'm like in a series and we're at the end here but in a series that doesn't really shy away from really kind of like overdoing things a lot of the time it's sort of like it's not clever it's ironically not clever because any that's other genre thing. you'd be like that eh, makes sense that's that's like you know that's your switcheroo yeah. but like this isn't the movie this isn't the series this isn't the style at all it's it's one of those by this point you're like this is number eight number nine whatever the fuck it is and it's like guys and it feels like they had an idea for a movie and then it occasionally it just gets bogged down by having to remind us it's a texas chainsaw movie yeah and so by the end when they do that fucking horrendous reveal you're like oh now we just have to do this for like 20 minutes of the running yeah. and the screaming and it just kind of like even the moment when he just chainsaws her head off because he's like, your mom's a crazy person. It's like, well, he's known his mom for like five minutes, dude. Yeah. Like, I know he was there when he was a kid, but I was like, if you take the next 20 years off, because I think they're all supposed to be 17, but no one in this movie actually looks like a kid except for Bud. They all look old as shit. 
Yeah, they all look and like so they're in that. It um, is this like yeah, they all look like they're in that it. one movie with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, where all those like all the teenagers are. Uh, yeah, this is an alpha dog level cast. Yeah. Well, not not as far as quality, <laughs> but as far as age, age, yeah. age level. <laughs> but yeah, no, actually, Alpha Dog had actual kids in it too. So yeah, this is just this is just fucking old people. This is the CW approach. It's like Friday the Thirteenth reboot, where it's like, "Hey man, this we're like, cool college This is like kids. watching like, no, Feli- if you watch Felicity and Dawson's Creek. Now you're like, "Wow, they were old as fuck. How the hell yeah. did any of us think that they were teenagers?" Yeah, that is not what college kids look like. But any anywho, I digress. But there there is just this it, when it sinks back into the hey, remember we're Texas Chainsaw. That's when it kind. Of, because honestly, the stuff in the uh, the the institution I liked. I'm gonna tell you right now, the secret I weapon for this. Cool. The secret weapon for that like whole scenario is Lily Taylor. She's fucking unbelievable, man. Really fucking holy good, man. shit, dude! Like but, she is like become see, this sort idea. of yes. She's like, become this sort in, of like great horror kid. actress. Yes, she's unbelievable, man. Like, and I I think I think she's a great actress, anyways. Like I, I love her and whatever she's doing, but like she has become like between that her this. The Conjuring, like, she is a great actress for this genre. It's kind of funny if you think about this franchise in particular. Like, how many, like, top flight actors have passed through the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I mean, at least two Oscar winners at this point. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean. She's she's awesome in this. But that's what I mean. The the idea that she, like, marries into the Carson family to get enough money to get Jed back. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right. This, like, this is kind of helping move the mythology in my head. Absolutely. I like this. Watching a doctor, like, torture him. So the people that were supposed to protect him, right, the sheriff and the state, they essentially abduct him. And then they torture him i was like all right dude all right cool. this makes perfect sense we to go. me here we go we're doing a fucking low rent you know cuckoo's nest i was like mm-hmm. all right i'm mm-hmm. in with this and then they get out on the road and i was like all right now it's like a really really low rent bonnie and clyde <laughs> i was like all right i can maybe do this yeah like i love that diner scene it's great like, diner I scene think- was like a real like it really captured that pure chaos like, of what the Sawyer Hewitt family has kind of always been mm-hmm. in this franchise. And I was like, yeah, okay. I like that. I think you said it. You said it at the top, like your analogy of the gristle, the cartilage, this make this is what makes sense is like the scene work. Like when they're in their like moments, like these scenes are great pieces. It's all the connective tissue, the cartilage that gets us through the rest of the movie. That is like really suspect in a lot. It's of, not a, a good of cut of meat. It's yeah. not a good cut. Like this is like you know this is an ACL tear of a movie for sure. Like you're just oh <laughs> I can walk on it still, but goddamn that hurts. You know this like, is like when we used to go to King Buffet on Sunday when we we're hungover and it was like they have free steaks and I was like well the steaks like one sixteenth of an inch thick and it's been pounded into oblivion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, you're like, yeah, how is there still bone in this? How is there veins? Everybody are like, whatever we need. Yeah, like it's um, still, it's just, there's, it's, yeah. it's, again, it's like a, it's an ACL, it's an ACL tear you can walk on. It's not bad. Like it's bad. Uh, you're going to have to get it fixed eventually, but you can good. at least walk home yeah. and that's. You better have insurance. Yeah. Better have insurance. Better have insurance. Um, you're going to need a surgery, but, that, but you can at least get thing, it home. right? Them ru- running through and rioting through the fucking asylum, right? Yeah. That lady's, like, strangling her friend. Um, they're defending each other from, you know, some of the other inmates. Mm-hmm. He's in the shock therapy room. Which is cool. I love yeah, I love the escape. he breaks that dude's fucking, fucking face rad, with the window. Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm fucking digging this. So I was like, 
All right, all right. I'm getting in on this pretty well. I actually even like the previous scene in the barn mm-hmm. where they use Leatherface. He dresses in a cow carcass. I was like, well, that's an insane idea because he's going to just get run over and murdered. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Child, the Texas Child <laughs> Abuse Case. That's what this movie would have been called. It would have been real short. Uh, yeah, he got run over. Texas? I don't he's think a, so. He's a tiny guy. He got run <laughs> oh, over. Shot. But when he's wearing the like cow head and he runs her to the barn, I was like, all right. Yeah. And she falls, and they have this weird decision where they're going to drop an engine on her. So you're like, that's not how I would prepare food. That's going to ruin the meat. But you find out they just wanted to do it, so they had plausible deniability. She just happened to fall in the hole under under our engine block room. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what? But it's just enough deniability that you can set the stage that, like, they wanted revenge for something. Yeah. You know, we introduced Steven Dorff just fucking jonesing over there, and he's like, I always seek Sawyers at my goddamn crime scenes. And he's losing his fucking mind. They're like, you got no evidence. And he has this great line. He goes, you take one of mine. I'm taking all of yours. Can I? Can I? And ask- I was like, yeah. Okay. So the movie's going really yeah. well. And I think once we get to the trailer with like the, hey, let's have this really sad fuck scene where she's licking the uh, like body snatchers, slimy trailer guy who definitely killed himself jerking off. Dude, I was like, oh, now the movie's like falling apart. There's a couple of those in this movie that are just like, okay, when they're like during the the riot, when she just fucking blows that guy. I <laughs> thought that was ridiculous. I was like, going, and I'm like, is he really making the Leatherface voice to getting blown? I'm like, cool. I see we're doing this. <laughs> I was like, is that what we're doing? Yeah, he's like, I'm, hey, keep your head down. There's debris falling. No, nope, lower, no, lower. lower. And it's like, come on. Like, come guys, on. come on. It's the middle of a riot. Let's, let's. It, this is one of the, we have talked. All right, now we're doing lot. hat on a hat on a hat. Come on. Tragedy tits, right? Yeah. This one has the funniest example because they go. So not only does she get fucking pushed down into a blowjob <laughs> during the riot. As they're so both stupid. murderers, but they're killing and they're so aroused. And also, I was like, wait, is he, like, returning the favor afterward? Like, that's rude. Yeah, what the hell, man? Like, you can't fucking do a standing 6-9 in a riot like a fucking grown-up? Come on, dude. Be an adult. Be cool. Yeah. Come on. I heard some lady on TikTok. She's like, who's so busy that they have to 69? It was like, you could take turns. And I was like, it's not about that. Well, It's about that show the- of mutual admiration at the same time. That's what they should have been doing. But it's like we got to get to this I know. so they Sorry. said not only is it the the fucking tragedy of like she just has to blow him and then gets nothing and then you're like yeah i wonder why she seems pent up and jealous the rest of the ride <laughs> i'm gonna fucking do that but then when they're like let's have them fuck oh in the God, bed with the the slimy green guy who died from autoerotic asphyxiation they say, you know what? We're going to give her character some uh, some backstory. Her whole body's going to be fine, except for her tits and tummy are going to be horribly burned. And we're never going to address it. All we're going to do is the boyfriend's going to see it and go, eh, and then bend her over so she can lick and kiss the corpse. And I was like, that right there, that scene right there. The movie's telling us this is what we think of you who are watching this. <laughs> like, why are you watching Leatherface in 2017? Yeah. This is what we think you like. Tragedy tits, necrophilia, 
butt fucking like it's like, it's you like know, being it's yeah, like reciprocated oral this is what you are yeah. it's like it's like being saluted with like three day old fraternity keg beer like that's been sitting downstairs in the beer pong pit like you're just like congrats like thanks that's rude like I'm, yeah not cool sorry yeah, not it's approved. uh uh I don't know, man. Maybe there is some guy out the there who watches scene that scene is and he's punctuated. just all revved up. <laughs> the whole scene's punctuated by somebody in a fucking... <laughs> when the wheelchair goes flying out the window, I was like, what the fuck? That was fucking hilarious. I was like, that this was is... That was a great scene, I was like, and I felt like it was an homage to, to Franklin. I think it was oh, an it homage is? to Franklin. Okay, cool. I, I thought I... of it as like, hey... We're real fans. And then you're like, well, the rest of the movie doesn't I say. thought it was we're a fucking... We're real fans, and we're going to show Franklin getting splatted. I thought it was a fucking pratfall. Like, I was like, oh, shit. This is like... Is this a comedy now? Are we supposed to yeah. start laughing? Like, is this Franklin supposed to be like, kind th- of like two? heavy over the Texas Chainsaw. So, yeah. I I thought it was a Franklin wink. I'm um, glad I wasn't the only one who laughed, because I thought it was fucking hilarious. I mean, but, you know, again... Yeah, it- it's... uh. It was just, I just, she's just kissing that corpse because i was just like this is this is we, we've done a lot of these now i think we're in the phase where we're starting to do our soliloquies about like what this franchise means to us and like what we've what this journey's meant to us right sure yeah and it you get to this point and you're like this is the prime example of why texas chainsaw derails right yeah yeah the the fucking primordial juice of the first one is this kind of built-in isolationism, the new world and the old world crashing in, mm-hmm. the failures of capitalism, the, you know, mixed with that Western spirit of, you know, out here we take care of ourselves. There's just all this kind of like, even though it's a movie that I don't think had any greater intentions of being this no, you know, philosophical I, tree stay. I just don't. The, the setting for it is just so fucking grounded and primal. And when we saw it, it all kind of fucking made sense. And and the rage of Leatherface and the Sawyers, right? Yeah. The madness that had infested and infestered within them made sense. Because it was this, you know, you guys fucking left us behind. You accidentally came here and just kind of are like checking. It's like the Morlocks in the time machine. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, fuck. Those things in the, the fucking subterranea are not doing well. Right? And now they're going to come up here and eat us. And it... The magic of that and the purity of that and the simplicity of that really fuck. It was really easy to understand the cannibalism. And then there was this weird extra like, oh, now there's this kind of like extra like cross-dressing and makeup. And you're like, there were just these things that like it just kind of fit in perfectly in a way that I don't even think it had planned. And by the time we get here, Texas Chainsaw's like, you know what they just want? depravity and melted tits and licking corpses and and banging and i was like you what you think this what makes the texas chainsaw so fucking powerful Mm -hmm. you're like it's not that scene yeah that scene is almost like a disgrace to what this no i agree i I think that that's we've watched a lot of these obviously we've watched them all i would say like to me the trick of this series is to not try to explain it and that I think is like the critical error in movies from this series that uh, we haven't found very entertaining or very interesting is that all of them try to like go back to get to like the 
crux of the argument of like why these people are why the Sawyers are the way they are. Why I'm like, yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, the, like depravity exists in the world. I don't need an explanation for it. It's just anger. It's, it's, just, it's yeah. just an unfettered like, anger at, with where you find yourself in life. And look, I'm not saying which I we all fucking relate. Of to. course, <laughs> I'm not saying it's justified. I'm saying that I understand it. Like, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, yeah like I get being so upset that you're isolated by society that. You know, you do some yeah. weird shit. Like, I, I'm modern world saying, is leaving you behind. America's changing. Yeah. There's My nothing job about left. it that's surprising to me. Like, it's. I think that it's when people try to explain it. Like, this one tries to give you an origin story. The last one, like yesterday, has tried to like, you know, do more originy shit that was kind of lame. Like, it does. Like, there's just things that don't necessarily matter that come up that i'm like i don't really yeah. think it matters where leatherface came from the fact of the matter sort of like uh sort of like when we watched halloween like halloween is we all know what a halloween the halloween origin is i don't it's fun to like add like other parts to it like when like we get right. to like halloween five and shit like that like that stuff can be a lot of fun i like like those are the kinds of things that are, that are entertaining what it's not doing is readjusting the origin so as to justify behavior. It's just saying, yeah, some crazy yeah. fucking guy who is Part also five tried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like also is immortal because of this weird little, you know, yeah, spirit the like, eh. curse of the thorn. And there's always a, that's it. The, there's always so a thorn. Like, eh, no, fine. but that's the thing. By the time you're at five or six, take some shots. Texas Chainsaw did it weird where it's like, they took their really weird shots early. Yeah. And then it's the franchise that although it's boyhood, like, and like, Let's watch every single phase <laughs> like it's the Truman yeah. Show, but with, you know, fucking Jed yeah. or Thomas or whatever. Whatever's fucking It's like is. it's this Truman Show, like we're going to follow his entire life so we can understand this. You're like, you don't have to. It's simple to understand. It's fucking rage and anger and misplaced yeah. aggression. And it's this maladjusted I think that, societal ill. It's I think easy to fucking. But this is the thing, because it's the it's the franchise where every movie they're like. It's either a prequel that's only this one in the first one, or it's a sequel that's only the sequel in yeah. this one. None Whereas of them want Texas to Chainsaw acknowledge 3D the other yesterday. Ones. They literally started in the fucking same frame as the first one. Yeah, and they're so they they all know that they need the fucking cachet of that one because they don't fucking know how to replicate. I think that's it. The, of all that's the a, major franchises. There it is right there. That's what it is. It's, this is the one. It's like, how do you fucking thread this needle of adding new stuff and capturing that thing? Everybody else is missing the juice from the first one. I think that's really like the trouble. Except for the, like the second one goes in such a different direction that you can kind of go along with it. And even like it, even the one with Part Matthew four. McConaughey. Yeah. yeah. Like even McConaughey like goes the other direction. You're like, fine. Like, but it's when the juice from the first one can't be squeezed into any of the rest of the like any of the rest of these sequels, other than probably like the remake with Jessica Biel, because the, the remake with Jessica Biel. The is remake just, like, has the benefit of yeah, just being a it's remake. It's just a remake, like you know. There's and then not it's like yeah, it. you watch these movies that are like you know what they just they just let's up the fucking carnage and the yeah, it's missing depravity. the point. Yeah. It's missing let's, the let's point. Let's upgrade the, uh, you know, Joker has a forehead tattoo that says ha-ha levels of the yeah, movie yeah, yeah. instead of enhancing the Jokerness right. of let's the movie. Let's make a buttercream cake of guts. Like, got it. Thank you. Like, that is a microcosm of the movies. Of the of the Texas Chainsaws that yeah. don't necessarily that's work. Thomas, that's what it you is. You know, they, they found Thomas Sawyer or Jedediah Hewitt in a fucking dumpster with other discarded meats. Yeah, you're like, all and right. That, yeah. 
It's a Captain Planet origin story for him. It's like, good <laughs> God. Um, but see, that's what I mean. This one accidentally kind of fell into this. Like, there, I love movies like this, right? I love Super yeah. Dark Times. I love Mean Creek. I love these kind of teenagers sure. who are, I mean, granted, these are 30-year-olds. I love these young <laughs> movies about young 30-somethings where it's like they're they're old enough to make decisions and really bad ones and do harm in the world, but they're not quite old enough to, like, have the forethought of consequences and, like, Putting those kids isolated alone. Again, those those young adults isolated alone. I mean, two of these kids have a 401k. That's neither here nor there. But you, those... I like putting them out in the wild, the wilderness, right? And just saying, like, hey, kind of let's have an ethical fucking, you know, mud wrestling match about what you're doing and yeah. why you are out here isolated and allowed to make said mistakes. Mm-hmm. I like these kind of movies. So this one kind of fell right into a, a cinematic sweet spot of mine. Sure. And then it's just... By the time we get to the Texas chainsawing, well, by the start, time we're there, like, even the thing like the cow, like they got dogs and there's like one cow carcass, they tauntaun. And I was like, I know cows are fucking huge. Yeah, that's but that's maybe Bud gets in there. All three of you are not fucking hiding in there. And you're like, I forgive that because that's a cool little. It's, fu- it's yeah, it's a look. A cool little it. cool. moment. Awesome. Nice. Fine. Yeah, totally. Um. You know, Stephen Dorff and his sheriff's just wasting people. What? But I was like, are we ever supposed to feel bad? Like, why do I want him to escape the I house? Think it's, like, I think right, with Finn man. Jones being one of the sheriffs, it's all. It's like, cool, I don't have to feel bad for any of these people. Yeah. Like, th- that one's an easy one. Like, yeah, I don't know what it is about. Another fucking classic Iron Fist performance. <laughs> I don't know what it is about casting that guy, but, like, as soon as I see him, I'm like, I don't feel bad for anybody involved <laughs> yeah. with this. <laughs> I love this work in actor for hire. I just say, you could have seen it coming. Just watch. Finn Jones. Finn Jones makes more money than Finn Jones has made more money than I'll ever see. But I cannot make fun of him for that. That's the real American dream, dude. Is failing your way up to Marvel um, and Game of Thrones and fucking yeah. He's like, you know what I look like, Justin Timberlake, but just like without that, like you know, extra magical spark, without that extra talent. You're just like, you know, without that, that, you know, I didn't say I was Justin, you know, feel the tingle in your legs, Lake, right? I was just, I'm just Justin Timberpond. That's me. Like, not bad. Not bad. But not the guy. Yeah. The Italian chef in the basement's like, you don't have it. You don't have got it. Who's here for dinner? <laughs> well, it's the chef. I, I don't have, I don't have enough food. Are you the responsible one? You don't even like my spaghetti and meatballs. I can't eat them. I don't know your role in the band. I don't know what you do. I don't know what you do. Um, it's look. It, it's a fine. It's a fine movie. If this and again, is the we see of... the first face, which is Bud, the kid who should. He literally crawls inside of the giant youth that should have been our. And that's the thing. The poster specifically shows us um, a the malnourished leather face on yeah. the cover. So they were telling us on the poster, they're like, hey, it's not going to be the gigantic child right. that we which I think specifically to be Leatherface. Which, again, is one of those things where I'm like, why do that? Like, it's so bad. This is the worst Leatherface in the franchise, and yeah. it's not even close. This is the lowest it's ever been. It's just not very... It's not... Look, it's not... And also, the, they, like, plant seeds of madness, but he has all these, like... How about that? You know what? You're, you're the first nice one we've had in years. I'd like, say I just like want to be out of here and live in it. Like, why is he doing these like fucking 
you know, like he's on Arrow. Why are you doing yeah. monologues? Like I think it's hard movie, to be a rich superhero. I think it's a movie that's ultimately saved by like a really compelling Lily Taylor or a Lily Taylor performance because she's a great Verna. But Stephen Dorff's good. Like Stephen Dorff's fine. I don't look. Stephen Dorff gets a bad rap. I like Stephen Dorff. He's a great actor. He, he's a very good actor, and I've always enjoyed like actor. watching him in movies. Yeah, I think that he's just got a bad rap because he did this blue cigarette commercials and everyone's like oh great and i'm like please all actors do those so don't give me any shit yeah. all right Fucking as me. a fellow nicotine warrior i, I respect steven no he's he's really good no, in this movie. i mean really right? i don't the know kids, I, the I don't kids know if are just not like, even bad i thought the kids were pretty good actors i think maybe we just, they had just get a time. lost in these unfortunate uh you know yeah. machinations i think that's what it is like it's there's a, there it is right there there are too many machinations for it to be a decent Texas Chainsaw movie because, like, everyone's thinking they're smarter than the room. And I'm like, don't think you're going to outsmart everyone who's seen a Texas Chainsaw movie. Well, just make it simple. Like, the scene when they're just, like, stabbing guys in the neck and shooting and cutting yeah. armpits. And then he blows that lady's head off with the shotgun. I was like, simple, effective violence. The madness just comes from a place of let's stir some shit up. We mm -hmm. see the other nurse there to, like, remind us of how appalling and grotesque it is. I was like, in that one scene, they fucking nailed the vibe. Yep. Absolutely. And then they're like, let's lick this fucking green, oily cadaver. As if the man didn't already have enough indig indignity in his life. <laughs> being found with just fucking green skin, blue balls, and a noose. <laughs> it's just... It's this, this one... Like, Texas Chainsaw 3D misses... It's so funny, because these two movies just miss wildly and, like, but in completely different ways. Yeah. Which I think is really fucking funny. It... Um, yeah. I don't know, man, but here's the thing. As you know, we're doing the whole franchise. So tomorrow, we're coming back with Texas Chainsaw's new swing at it. And again, to the, the Texas Chainsaw tomorrow... <laughs> Sorry, I'm fucking dying from laughing so hard. The Texas Chainsaw Tomorrow, the theory is, again, it's a direct sequel. We're going back to kind of Texas Chainsaw 3D where we're doing old and Leatherface, the third one, where we're doing old man Leatherface again. Um, the Netflix one is fucking tight. Mm -hmm. It's got some pretty awesome set pieces. And it's got a lot of fucking characters using modern day um, political mush brain lingo. So it is, this is, a, it's an odd mixed bag, that one. We're bringing back Sally. We've got a legacy character returning. Oh, boy. Um, so the Netflix one, if nothing else, should make a really fun conversation. I kind of dig it. So I'm interested to see uh, what we have to say about that. We'll also do our final rankings of the Texas Chainsaw franchise. And I think I'm going to task you, Alex, with, I also want to rank Leatherfaces. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Because sometimes even when these movies fall short, the leather face ascends and is amazing. Agreed. So I think we should do both. Uh, as we wrap it up tomorrow, then on to the entire Phantasm franchise with our friend Carmelita Valdez McCoy. Then we're catching up on Scream 5, Scream 6, and we're going to the theaters to knock out uh, Exorcist Believer. We're finishing Evil Dead Rise, also with Carmelita. Uh, we're... We're finishing franchises this year. It's going to be great. We're chainsawing franchises that thought they could slip one past us. Uh, it's going to be great. I hope you guys enjoy it. Again, every day this month 
if you're on patreon.com slash filmalchemistpod, you'll have a new episode available to you. Keep those notifications on. And guys, if you'd be so kind, let your friends know what we're working on here. It means the world to us. Also, go check out misfitparade.net to see our movies. Uh, thank you guys for that. That would be great. I don't know. Yeah, I'm out. I don't know what to say anymore. My my brain is being rotted from this carnivore diet that we've been on. You know what I mean? Just, it's like I know. need a little like portrait of a lady on it's fire. Like I, need I need a, some like vegetables. It's like I need, like I need a nutritious. cake of guts covered in buttercream and fondant. That's. It's like I just want to watch Stalker and talk about it for four hours, right? Like I just, <laughs> I need some fucking art in my life. Uh, but yeah, but that's not what we're doing this month. Uh, so thank you guys for the time for the film Alchemist. I'm Josh Griffey. I'm Alex Dandino. We'll see you tomorrow to Bye. finally finish off the Texas Chainsaw franchise. Bye. Bye. Bye.